the Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Borzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Scott Narver. And guys, I have to admit that um, I'm a little bit hungover today. Thank you for admitting it. I just want to put that's that the out there right yeah, at the beginning. That's the first step to you, uh, you admitting to your problem. You trying to secretly hide it poorly has been really, really bad. <laughs> Mark is bleary-eyed. He's got a trench coat with the collar up. A fedora yeah. that's hanging over his eyes. And vomit-encrusted pants. Well, we had a surprise party for my girlfriend last night for her birthday. Ooh. It was a lot of fun. A lot of cool people turned out, including the two of you guys. Hey! hey we're finally included in the cool guys. Yeah! <laughs> but, um... Um, yeah, so this I'm, I'm kind and of Brett's feeling... still arrested. <laughs> Brett's still in jail. You know, it's funny that uh, they gave him the chance to call three different people. I figured he only got one phone call. It's a shame that we all said, "Sorry, man, can't bail you out." Sorry, man, I just climbed into bed. I'm really comfy. <laughs> he should have called John Morrison. Morrison could have done some cool parkour moves to like and rescued him from jail. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but anyways, we are comedians living here in Los Angeles, and we're also pro wrestling fans, and we've got uh, some great, weird wrestling news to discuss this week, gentlemen. Oh, it's great and weird. I've got some really... Weird. I've got some really thrilling news about Wade. some of the... <laughs> some really thrilling Weed. news. Some really thrilling news... About some of the TNA stars, um, starting with Taz. I bet you guys were thinking, I hope Huge we... TNA star. Oh, One we... of the biggest TNA stars in the history of TNA, no. Taz. No. Onesie. Um, <laughs> TNA announcer Taz is venturing into talk radio with a show specifically covering the sport of lacrosse. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Is, he, is he jumping in on our stuff? Is he doing talk comedy wrestling radio? Uh, that's oh. pre-recorded? Oh, oh, man. Come on. That no good, Taz. TNA announcer Taz is venturing into talk radio with a show specifically covering the sport of lacrosse. Wow. Oh. Mm. TNA has signed up with the Lacrosse Radio Network to air. Oh, they got hooked up with each other? We've been trying to get hooked up with We're trying to get on the Lacrosse Radio Network for the entire time we've been doing this show. Oh, that no good son of a bitch, Taz. Like, we've been been going after that for years. Taz has signed up with the Lacrosse Radio Network to air, quote, Strong Island Lacrosse Chat. Oh, that was going to be our catchphrase. Every Monday afternoon at 2 p.m. starting next week. The show will cover MLL and college lacrosse with guest interviews. We just needed eight more days. God, God we're just going to finalize the contracts. Oh, oh, God. I assume that MLL is Major League Lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> MML? Assume you've assumed correct, sir. <laughs> I assume that's what it means. I think it's Massive Man Lacrosse. <laughs> This is a great time slot, though, 2 p.m. on Mondays. Because mm-hmm. Taz can do his lacrosse show, and all the wrestling fans can listen to that. Oh, yeah. And then just hang out a few hours, about six hours, and, and then tune into Raw. Right? It's a big wrestling a big wrestling lacrosse day. Yeah, uh, you get Strike that. me for being ignorant, but is lacrosse that popular? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I guess you're right. It is that popular, guys. It is that popular. Well, you have been you know strucken. If it wasn't, it will be now that Taz is involved. Voice of a generation, bringing in the young people. Oh. Finally, bringing young white people to lacrosse. It should be a TLL, Thug Life Lacrosse. Hey. Yeah, to bring in those Bronx and Brooklyn kids. Yeah. Hey, I just want a horse, you know, so I can play some lacrosse. It's like, a, it's like the new Mighty Ducks. It's a young inner city team of lacrosse players going up against the rich college across the river. <laughs> also, TNA wrestler De- Jeff Jarrett has a huge opportunity coming Wait, up. Wait, is he going to play lacrosse? Ooh, <laughs> with a guitar? <laughs> TNA wrestler Jeff Jarrett has landed a part in the 2013 movie Spring Breakers that stars 
Get ready. James Franco. What? what? Selena Gomez. What? Who? Vanessa Hutchins. Huh? And Ashley Benson. Yeah. I, I'm lost. <laughs> the, the movie is scheduled. Like a kind of fruit. Not venison. <laughs> the movie is scheduled for production in April in Florida. Oh, well, it's right by him. Convenient. Oh. The movie description reads, quote, four college girls who land in jail oh. after... Oh. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Brett's a lucky guy if he gets arrested in Florida. <laughs> four college girls who land in jail... Shh. Wait. Oh, sirens. Brett got out. <laughs> okay. Four college girls who land in jail after robbing a restaurant in order to fund their spring break vacation. A restaurant? They're not going to have that much cash at a restaurant to, to fund four girls well, on spring break. Are we? Uh, you know, what a terrible idea. Uh, if I can press pause for a second, we are, you know, comedians in Hollywood. That means we've all worked in restaurants, right? So we should assume that on a Saturday night, it's packed. You got tips flowing. You got people leaving change in the seats. <laughs> that's a, that's an armed robbery. Four girls, spring break, that much drinking and everything else. They just should con four guys like us sooner and take our wallets. It's true. Four college girls who landed jail after robbing a restaurant in order to fund their spring break vacation find themselves bailed out by a drug and arms dealer who wants them to do some dirty work. I mean, you know what, Scott? You're right. Why the fuck would they rob a restaurant? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 all I can see is people going into a fucking Applebee's with. Uh, 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 stockings over there. <laughs> Pull it together, Steve. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Unless it's a Morton's. Like, I don't know how this is going to Yeah, are they going to a, yeah, a Houston steakhouse? Are they going to the, one of the most expensive places in town? Yeah. I am I mean, I'm imagining still. a fucking Arby's, and it's like the shootout from Heat. I mean, it is. <laughs> and even still, they go into a Morton's, and then it's like, uh, give us all your money. Well, uh, we use, everybody uses credit cards. Like, I don't, we can give you receipts. Just, we've like, got plenty of Arby bucks. <laughs> yeah. Would you like some Arby's bucks? They're good at participate. Only participating right, we Arby's. Do. We're on spring break. Yeah, spring well, break. Brett better hope he doesn't get in this situation. He, he better hope John Morrison parkours him out of that jail before a drug and arms dealer who wants him to do some dirty work bails him out of jail. Is Drug that, mule. <laughs> hey, I need you to carry these assault rifles in your ass across the, across the border. Well, I don't know who Jeff Jarrett is playing. It doesn't say. One of the four girls? It could be. He could grow his hair back out. No, I Maybe. bet he's the restaurant manager. I think he's hey, the cook. Hey, y'all, I'm about, to call, I'm about to call the police right now. I don't know why you're, I don't know why you're robbing a restaurant, but you need to leave this army. Get me the guitar. I'll take him out. <laughs> Well, in other uh, TNA-ish news, former TNA star Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick? The Brian Kendrick did an interview this past week, and he said, um, he said, he was talking about- Did he do it with a lacrosse network? Was he wearing shoes? (laughs) Was he wearing his lacrosse cleats? His lacleats? We talked about, you know, leaving TNA, and he said, I'm going to miss the crew. I loved sitting out and drinking with my Red River Saloon buddies. Aww. All the guys who work behind the scenes and the stage. We would hang Aww. out at the Doubletree and get drunk. Hey, well, Double now tree. you know where to find the wrestlers, everybody. The Doubletree. <laughs> you know, it's the first thing I thought when I The Orlando like, Doubletree closest to Universal. There you go. <laughs> it is a short shuttle ride from Universal Studios, Orlando. <laughs> And it really makes TNA sound classy, I think. This that's a, it's a double tree. You didn't say a Motel 6. Have you guys ever been to a double tree? Double trees are okay. Yeah. You're right. They're nice. That's a that's the businessman's motel. Hotel. I've only been what to a double tree once. Condominium. <laughs> I've stayed a lot of single trees. Single trees are rough. 
Yeah, that's double <laughs> trees. Nice. Missing a wall, right? You have to share the room. Eventually, I want to stay in a triple tree. <laughs> <laughs> Those are going to be on the moon or under the sea. <laughs> uh, Newt Gingrich is going to build a triple tree yeah, on the gonna moon. Yeah, he's going to build a triple tree. Topical. Whoa, political. Topical political. Typically, here on Curtain Jerks, we try to, uh, we try to shy away from political issues. But, uh, mm-hmm. Curtain but not if we're getting beat out on the fucking lacrosse network. No, no way. If, pol- if, politics are brought, if politics are brought to us, then we'll take off our, our silken gloves. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Kendrick commented on the backstage feel in TNA. He said, it was different than from the respect, I guess. Wait a minute. It was different from the respect. <laughs> it was different from the respect that not so much locker room enforcers and intimidate. See, the reason I can't read this is because what he said is quoted directly, and it's improper grammar, and I don't know how to read say it. Say it like he would say it with improper grammar. I'll try. It was different uh, from the respect, I guess, <laughs> that not so much locker room enforcers and intimidation. If you are a young guy in the WWE, you better know who's in charge. If the Undertaker tells you to do something, you better fucking do it. Chills down my spine. I also it sounded like things were cooler at TNA because the wads of pot smoke didn't bother anybody. <laughs> wads of pot smoke. I was trying to say clouds, but all I could think of was uh, wide clouds, so I said wads. Great, good one. But you know, I was shocked when I read this because I thought, you know, I've always heard that Vince McMahon is the sole guiding authority of the WWE. He is He's the like the chief boss. of police if they're all enforcers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he allows the Undertaker to to run the the, dre- the dressing room to tell the younger guys what to whoa, do. Whoa, whoa, yeah. locker room, Mark. Let's call it a locker room. Dressing room sounds like they're putting on their foundation. <laughs> yeah, it's like some wrestlers are painting their faces or something silly like that or putting on their costumes. How theatrical indeed. Well, I thought, you know, we've had Vince on the show a few times, Vince McMahon. I thought we should give him a call, see if he'll take our call, and okay. ask him about this. Fair enough. Let's I mean, get a confirmation. It... Let's get a confirmation. Yeah, he allows this to go on. Steve, will you dial? Where's the phone? It's right there in front of you. <laughs> oh, God. Or I guess I'm pretty hungover, too. <laughs> Good dialing, Steve. Wow. Thanks. Good job. Uh, calling Stanford, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. No, it's ringing. Oh, let's wait for the third ring. He always waits for the third ring. Oh, yeah. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, Mr. McMahon. Yeah, uh, who is this? It's uh, the Curtain Jerks team. I don't know how caller ID works. I, I don't know how caller ID works. Yeah, well, now, well we're, we've identified ourselves. We are the Curtain Jerks team. This oh, is Steve that, and Mark. Oh, that podcast. Yeah, yeah that's yes, right. Yeah, yes. I don't know what one of those are. Uh, I, I think I'm going to get WWE podcast. Somebody write that down. WWE podcast. Yeah, great, great. You you need more stuff to work on. That's right. Yeah. Have you seen our YouTube channel? No, I really haven't. Uh, there's a couple, right? You, oh, no, there's a couple shows on the channel. I'm you sorry. can ask questions to any WWE superstar or diva. Well, wouldn't that be better uh, programming for the network? Couldn't you make that a late-night TV we show? We don't talk about the network. You guys certainly are talking about you it on shut our... your mouth. <laughs> Who is this? It's Brett. It's Brett Cannell. <laughs> no, it isn't. I recognize you. No, you're, it's, uh, you're... It's, it's Steve, Steve Sears. It's Steve oh, Sears, Vince. Change your last name. To, uh, to what? <laughs> to something I can chant. Uh... Well, stars. He's, he's not a wrestler, Vince. He's not a wrestler. You're damn right you're not. Hey, come on, guys. Which <laughs> doesn't have to be a personal attack on me. All I was saying is that a lot of the program on your YouTube channel could have been better used on the you network. You said network. you haven't even watched it. That's you can ask Justin Gabriel any question you want. Why did I ask? Why, all you I want said, to know what kind of product he uses in his hair to get that sort of like wave swoosh? Sure, it's probably yeah. Murray's. Well, it's probably you should, Murray's. You should ask. 
You don't know. You I, don't know if it's Murray's. I think it's Crew Fiber. What do you know? That's the LA looks for all you know. <laughs> all right, listen, Vince. This wait, is wait, a... wait, wait, wait. I like this network stuff, don't, though. Don't cut me off. Yeah, I'd cut Mark off. I, yeah, but I was thinking. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut off your thing. Don't cut me off. This no. isn't even why we called, Vince. Oh, I know, but I feel like we got onto something. How do you... Okay, Mr. McMahon. Jesus. Do you know what an Xbox 360 is? <laughs> An Xbox 360. Yeah. It's not a sexual maneuver. It's no. a video game. I console. think I bought Shane one of those for his eighth Christmas. That might have been the Nintendo. I'm not sure, but essentially you can watch Netflix and Hulu and all these things on your console. You don't need to have a network. You can just have a pay service. I don't know why you're talking to me about Japanese animation. <laughs> I had enough of that from Yoshi Tatsu. <laughs> no, you, you pay can't... attention to Yoshi Tatsu. He's always muttering. He's a mutterer. <laughs> Get out of here. I don't speak your language. No speaking Netflix. You said you gave it to Shane for his eighth Christmas? I've never so. heard I've never heard that defined that way before. I, I not know. his Christmas when he not Christmas when he was eight years old, but his eighth Christmas. Eighth Christmas. Did you skip some Christmases? Uh, uh, I number things. I number WrestleMania's. <laughs> yeah. So I number other occasions in my life. Do you keep track of your family Christmases in Roman numerals? Yes, I do. <laughs> What do you do? All right, listen, Vince, we called you first. <laughs> what do you do? you laughing at me. What do you do? I Mark, just well, say Mark what do you do for your holiday? I just say it's Christmas. I don't, I don't identify which it like one? you do. Well, yeah, well, which Christmas is it? How are you going to know if this is a better Christmas than last year? Well, that, that, if the numbers... I guess you're right. I've never be... thought about that before. You're an idiot. That's uh, look, why you never thought of it. What kind of business do you have? Look, Vince, I... I have an empire. Okay, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Listen, Vince, we've called to ask you about this empire because Brian Kendrick, do you remember him? He used to work for you. The uh, Brian Kendrick. The Brian Kendrick, yes. You... I don't know a Brian Kendrick. <laughs> I know the Brian Kendrick. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's got a fancy jacket. You can go to uh, the YouTube shows and ask about the Brian Kendrick's fancy jacket. Well, no, jacket. he doesn't work for you anymore. You can anymore. ask the jacket. We own the jacket. Okay, all right. Look, Vince, uh, he did an interview when he was talking about working for WWE, he said, well, if you're working in WWE, you better know who's in charge. Yeah. If The Undertaker tells you to do something, you better fucking do it. Oh, well, yeah, there's a there's a big hierarchy, Mark, that you don't understand because you are not in the sports entertainment business. <laughs> well, listen, I thought that the hierarchy was just you, that everybody obeys Vince McMahon. I am the cream of the crop. I am at the top. I am at... I go, I am there for everything, all right? So you're, the, the, you're the high praetor? You shut up, I'm explaining the hierarchy. It is a food chain and you will be eaten alive. <laughs> then if you have a problem backstage, say with a zipper, or yeah. like you need to, you know. Go, or a fancy jacket? Yeah, or a fancy jacket. There you go with something smart. Then you go to the undertaker. That's who you go to. You want people to go to the undertaker. Well, if, if you know, if. I can't solve your problem if because I'm not good with zippers. I generally like buttons. I like buttons or something that slips on. Well, how are these re new wrestlers supposed to figure all this out? I'm sorry, Who they're supposed to go to win? Does that mean okay. like is that like a silken robe, like a like a pull belt? I mean like a shirt. Oh, the slip on. Right. Okay. Well, how are they supposed to know? When do I go to the Undertaker? When do I go to somebody else? Who do I go to for what? You have a problem Wait, Susie, with catering. What is... You're cutting me off. No, I do just... you know who I am? I do. I, I do. am Vincent Kennedy. I'm sorry. What is the fastening agent for something that slips on if you don't like zippers or buttons and you like shirts? You put on a shirt or a tank top or a, or pants or like a sweatpant that you don't need to fasten anything. Are you wearing sweatpants right now? Mr. Yes, Mr. I am. I'm, right. I'm sorry. Mark, continue. 
Okay, so what? How would a new wrestler know what who they're they're supposed to? If you to go? have a problem with catering, if there is anything wrong with your food, yeah. if you have special dietary issues, then you talk with Goldust. Goldust takes care of all dietary issues. That really? guy's around food. Yes, he is. He's around food. He has gloves. He's wearing gloves all the he's time. He's wearing Why a giant glove. Food? He's wearing a giant glove. His suit. Yeah, and then he has gloves on top of that. Goldust is one of the most sanitary sports entertainers of all time. You make him wear that whole outfit backstage, even though he's not wrestling on the show most of the time? Yeah, because he takes care of food orders, Mark. Okay, you okay. don't know the sports entertainment okay. business. Well, what if I'm a new wrestler and I just want some advice on like my promos or something? If you need advice on your promos, yeah. then you go to Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder? Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder's your head of promos? No, he is not the head of promos, but if you have a problem with promos, you go to Zack Ryder. Because we don't like to give that guy time to talk. So you talk with him in order to cope with your life. None of this is very intuitive, Vince. I've got to say. If you have a problem with your lighting, you go to Pat Patterson. What? Because he sparkles. I thought Pat Patterson was the guy you go to for finishes. That's his reputation. Oh, I see. Making a gay joke, huh? No, you've been finishing. because you got to get finished by Pat Patterson. No, finishing to a a strenuous uh, physical match, you go to Pat Patterson. What was that? Just <laughs> nothing. Ignore it. That was a, oh, you're making all fancy. Oh, Pat Patterson's going to finish you and then I mean, toot his horn about it. Vince, I, I think I got to say, I feel like you don't give these these new wrestlers a fair shake. You have this complex, uh, uh, archaic, confusing system that nobody could understand. It is not archaic. If you need help on your finish, you go to Ezekiel Jackson. Ezekiel Jackson? <laughs> Ezekiel Jackson helps you with finish. He does five body slams in a row. Okay, listen. That is epic. Vince, thank you. <laughs> that is, I give it a Roman numeral. It's five with a V. It lines up so it, below. It's his fifth body slam. What? What? What the hell are you talking about? I already said he does five body slams. You go to Ezekiel Jackson for a finish. Vince, listen, uh, before we let you go here, I just I got to ask you quickly about the W Network because we're about to talk about it here on the show because the New York oh, Post. So now you want to talk about the network, Mark. The oh. New York Post did a scathing article about it saying pretty much that they think it's never going to launch. That is not. Uh, <laughs> launch it as pay content on any sort of Internet device. Shut up. Don't tell me how to run my empire. I've got, I can run a YouTube channel. I can run a Facebook channel. I can run a WWE channel. I can run any channel. Can I, can I read the New York Post article while we still got you on the line? Fair enough. Okay. Vince McMahon's plan to expand his world res, worldwide wrestling entertainment empire through a dedicated cable yeah, channel you know? is on the ropes. Yeah, they called it worldwide wrestling entertainment. That's not correct. No, it's so not. So they don't know what they're reporting on. No, These it, are all tabloid dirt sheets. But oh. why, what is it? The New York Post? Yep. Although WWE's TV shows draw big ratings, it has yet to strike a single deal with a cable or satellite TV provider to carry its own ta- channel sources. We're on said. USA Network. We're on CFE. WWE <laughs> timed the April 1st launch of the network in 40 million homes to coincide with its pay-per-view extravaganza, WrestleMania. WrestleMania 28. With Roman numerals. The company, 28th WrestleMania. That's right. See, you get it. The company even had a clock counting down to the April launch date on its site, which has since disappeared. Yeah, you don't know when it's going to come out. Now it's a mystery. The Stanford, Connecticut company like is also Jericho. lagging when it comes to hiring experienced <laughs> cable executives. Vince McMahon hasn't been able to pin down a single pay TV distributor to carry his proposed channel, which is a tough sell to advertiser. 
WWE has the programming and marketing muscle, but they have no one with cable experience who can execute for them. This goes on all and right, on, Vince. Right, right, it doesn't it. sound right, very you good. Want a scoop? You want a scoop? I sure. Guess, please. Fine, and here's your damn scoop. What? We like to keep things secretive in the sports entertainment business, but if you want it spoiled, if you want everything all over the internet, fine. We have a cable provider, and that cable provider is going to be at WrestleMania. Are you ready? Sure, yeah. Larry the Cable Guy. Okay, all right, Vince, oh, we're going to let you go. Thank if you for joining us. If you need help on your goodbyes, you talk to The Rock. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Goodbye, Vince. Wow. Wow. That God. was intense. That was Guys, illuminating. Guys, we got your Subway sandwiches. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Scott. We, we gave you our order for Subway yeah. before the show started. You wrote it down. So thanks I, for running I'm out. Good. No problem. Hey, you know, we should um, eat these. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back. We've got some We've got some questions from listeners on Twitter oh, yeah, we that, we, um, that we said we'd, uh, we'd answer during the show. We've been we doing are... this every week now for a few episodes, and we've got some new ones. Scott's been manning the Twitter lately. We're blowing up on Twitter. Oh, anybody could be tweeting, actually. Who's to say? Not Brett. Um, at Queen City Psycho <laughs> writes us, uh, from whence will Ric Flair bleed during four horsemen induction? Wow. That's yeah. a great question. It's Shakespearean in a way. Guys, I think I can cover this one. Yeah? yeah. His heart. <laughs> <laughs> his heart. And it's very possible that some of those old gigs on his forehead will open up. Yeah. <laughs> call them those old gigs? They must. Yeah. Those old jabs? <laughs> oh, bleeding from the heart. So sad. Uh, I just want to point out that if Ric Flair dies of some sort of arterial laceration... I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. The man's a legend. Okay. Uh, at Z Shoe, Zach Schauermacher. No, I don't think that's how it's going to uh, Yeah, it's true. He yeah, specifically at, tweeted to tell you how to pronounce his name. Yeah, Zach Shoemaker. At Z Shoe. As in the profession, a maker of shows. Yes. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. A, uh, so he asks, uh, the worst debut. The worst debut? Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite debut of all time, of course, is The Shockmaster, which has been parodied in, uh, many times over the years. It's a shame. And celebrated. That's, yeah. the, that's the best debut of ever. I think, my, I think the worst debut I've ever seen was Kevin Nash's Oz character in WCW back in the day. Ooh, that is a good one. That was an incredibly horrific debut. They had a cowardly lion and a tin man and a scarecrow and... <laughs> Dorothy and they kept screaming welcome to Oz over and over again and then Nash came out in that ridiculous Emerald City costume. <laughs> that's that's probably my the all time worst. A seven foot guy who's jacked is Oz? Oz. Like it's so weird. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. That's a pretty funny joke, you guys. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. yes. You this never is before you were a wrestling fan, Steve. Yeah, I, had I seen that, I don't think I would call myself a wrestling. We're gonna fan. have to put we'll, it up on our. If we'll it's post on YouTube, that on our Facebook. Yeah, yeah we'll, Facebook.com/backslash/curtjerks we'll, for Steve to see and my, for you fans. I think my favorite, my my least favorite debut has got to be RoboCop. <laughs> in the movie or in wrestling? In wrestling, I love his introduction in the movie. But. Gets his hand blown off, gets shot in the head, then he's still awake, and then they make him into this awesome cyborg. Badass when he shows up on uh, what Nitro, and he opens the cage. I think it was door. a pay per view. Oh shit! It was it was like Halloween Havoc or something, something like that? It? Yeah. No, yeah, it was a. Uh, oh man, it was a Clash of Champions or no, 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 no. God, I can't believe I can't remember this. Uh, I remember it happening because I remember being a kid and thinking 
it was actually cool that Robocop was fighting the four <laughs> horsemen. Fighting as in he opened a cage door and left, right? Don't move, creep. Yeah. It was in nineteen 19- it was early on in nineteen ninety. I'm sure one of our listeners knows and is just going, guys, come on, but it was early on in nineteen ninety. You 1990- fucking idiots! You stupid idiots! It's obviously blah 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 blah. It was when Sting was out with his injury and the horsemen were feuding with Luger, waiting for Sting to come back. I want to say it was Capital Combat or the pay-per-view right after that in early mm. 1990. But anyways, any other questions from uh, this? Well, I'd say my, my, uh, the worst debut that I ever saw uh, was Tajiri. Tajiri? Tajiri. In WWE? In WWE, yes, because I love Tajiri. It's, not, it's no knock on Tajiri uh, by any yeah. means. Uh, but... He just showed up backstage in a segment one time with William Regal as his assistant, like in the polo shirt and everything. Like, that's how they showed him. That was him. Like, and here he is. He's just a guy. It's like, oh, that guy kills people. Like, he's great. That being said, then Deacon Batista, when he started going out with uh, Reverend Devon. Oh, that was bad, too. You see the biggest monster you've seen in WWE and like, who is this guy? What's he going to do? It's like, oh, you're. You're making him an assistant? He's he's holding a box? And he's got no sleeves on his jacket? Yeah, which makes him look even bigger. <laughs> that was a shame. That was a shame, too. Yeah, those I had, are, yeah, I'd those... forgotten about Deacon Batista. I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, this guy's going to be awesome. Wait, he's not going to do anything? In his book, I read his book when I was on the ship, and he talks about the, uh, like getting that break of like they call you up, and they say, okay, buy a really expensive suit. Like Get a really, really nice suit. So he buys some $500 suit, and that's all the money that he's got. Like, he's investing all of it in this suit. And then he gets there, and they say, cut the sleeves off. <laughs> and he goes, you kidding me? You want me to cut the sleeves off? Like, this is all my money went into this jacket, and you want me to cut it up? <laughs> You're going to be on television. <laughs> Any other questions? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, my, one of my favorite debuts has got to be Mark Rozeka on SmackDown. <laughs> oh, thank you. When I yeah. did my uh, debut, yeah. I played a role as a uh, backstage security guard on a episode of SmackDown in 2006, I think. Awesome. Awesome yeah. work. Guys. It was a great episode. It was a lot yeah. of fun. We're going to make that. Uh, we're going to talk about it in length, I think, on the show soon. <laughs> Post clips. It's going to be good. So that's tracking down all the people that were there. <laughs> that's a little teaser for th- 2012, guys. Uh, at one asks, who are your favorite wrestlers of all time and why? Sure. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Neil Edwards. Um, Name dropper. Hey, um, mine is Ric Flair. I think is the greatest of all time. Ric- At least I, in the last 40 or 50 years. I He's think my Ric Flair was favorite. my favorite for a really long time. And mm-hmm. then uh, I sort of go back and forth. I like CM Punk. When you get Stone Cold sort of in his heyday, like yeah. it's hard not to be like, that guy's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. But Flair, like... When you watch him work, when he was when he was at his heyday, he was great. Yeah, man. Even uh, now, I'll and watch his him. heyday lasted about thirty years. And it's <laughs> I, if he's on TV, you still you're completely you, you're glued to him. You have yep. to. Watch. It's like, what is he gonna do? Is he okay? Is he gonna bleed again? Is he gonna hurt somebody? <laughs> is, is he gonna, gonna hurt chop himself? himself? Yeah. Is he gonna elbow his shoe? Is he gonna? Yeah, is he gonna elbow his blazer on the ground on the ramp? <laughs> what about you, Scott? My favorite is Mick Foley. Really? Because Mick Foley brought me back into wrestling. Like Hogan was the guy when I was a kid. And then when I dropped out and my brother kept telling me I needed to watch and he was telling me I needed to watch during the Stone Cold era and he took me to a show and I thought it was cool, but the whole Foley writing his book and get getting thrown in the trash and him fighting the rock, like that drew me back in. Like Foley, that whole run of doing the Royal Rumble match and the No Way Out match retirement, like that guy's the roller coaster of wrestling and I just love he's put me through every emotion like it's so exciting like i feel for him it's everything the guy tells great stories i love mcfoley what'd you think of him on celebrity wife swap 
I felt bad for him that he was doing Celebrity Wife Swap. <laughs> Another favorite of mine, Yoshihiko. Who? Oh, oh. Uh, oh, you guys don't know Yoshihiko? No. A former uh, former uh, heavyweight, uh, heavy metal Iron Man champion. What? I'll wow. post it on YouTube. Please I'll do. post it on our Facebook. Okay. You got to check out Yoshihiko. One of the greatest. Not a good talker, but one of the greatest workers in the ring. Can do anything. <laughs> Well, guys, well, wait, 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 Scott, do you know uh, Sakuraba from Pride? Do you know that guy? Personally, no. No, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. He uh, he did a lot of wrestling stuff, but in like an M. He didn't have a great yeah. win record, but he would do professional wrestling stuff in like a MMA match. And he was awesome to watch. Like he would sort of like he wouldn't win stuff, but he would have elaborate entrances. He had one where he came to the ring and there were three guys came to the ring wearing masks and they sort of paced around and then finally he took off his mask and he revealed himself and the other two guys sort of cheered him. Jason yeah. Mayhem Miller does that sort of stuff too. Like he watches wrestling and makes the elaborate entrances. Yeah, I like yeah, I like that little bit of crossover because that I like that a lot. Sakuraba's Yoshihiko. Guys. guys, we've got to talk about this Warrior Show pilot. We we've uh, posted it up on our Facebook and uh, it's pretty um, incredible. It's. Um, the Warrior self-produced and funded a 22-minute pilot, and it's been, it's been online for about a week or so now. Yeah, we posted it on the Facebook a little bit ago. They yanked it because somebody else got a hold of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's now put it up himself. Right, right. The war- Warrior Sumerian so, Records. Yeah, or thank like you that. for clarifying. We are going to repost it yes. on our Facebook. Oh, you got so many clips to watch on our Facebook, guys. It's uh, <laughs> And you got 30 minutes of uh, social sense, sensual assault. Sensorial, it's not central. Yeah, sensorial, heavy on the s's, he- very heavy on the s. It's pretty incredible. It is definitely worth watching. I, it seems like everybody who's watched it is just kind of amazed by it so far. I know definitely on message boards and stuff I look at, everybody's been blown away by it. But basically, the premise is that Warrior is like a motivational speaker and coach. And um, that's what he calls himself. <laughs> it's a it's like, soul boot camp workout. I it's think, a drill sergeant that has snapped <laughs> and he's back in Nam and he's yelling at you and might kill you. Wearing cargo uh, sweatpants. So they bring in this band, uh, this band called Asking Alexandria. Called Asking Alexandria. Wait. Oh, Wait. Uh, I'm hungover. <laughs> this band asking Alexandria. So much for ripping on them. Yes. They bring him in because these guys are like in their, their early 20s and they're like uh, on the brink of huge. This is how they frame it on the show. That they're on the brink of enormous success. Tattooed, anemic. But they're partying <laughs> too much and they're going to blow their big chance at becoming one of the biggest bands of all time. Unless the warrior whips them into shape. That's how it's set up at the oh, the opening minutes of the show. <laughs> And then basically the warrior makes them work out and just fucking screams the word fuck at him <laughs> nonstop. In one night. The whole thing takes place in one night as far as I could tell. They just go to the gym and work out with uh, Warrior. And when I say work out with, he works them out. Yeah, I think Warrior's done enough working out in his day. Like he, he can sit this one out. His That's neck fine. looks like a tree trunk. <laughs> but it's incredible. He's at like 100% crazy warrior promo energy from the 80s the entire time. Yeah. He, he's just screaming at them like a lunatic, and it's amazing. Yeah, I've seen clips, and I cannot wait to watch the whole thing because it's – I wish they did some cross-promotion, though. I wish that show and the Shawn Michaels hunting show, like I wish they could hunt together. <laughs> And Warrior could yell at a deer and just take it down by yelling at it and tearing it down verbally. And Shawn Michaels could try with a bow and arrow. 
I think that'd be a great crossover show. Oh, I show. think what they do is they'd send in Warrior first to to scare all the game towards Shawn Michaels. <laughs> oh, you think they work together? The yeah, tag they gotta, team. They, they had to work together. Or Shawn Michaels has got a yell that somehow makes deers explode. It's like, ah! <laughs> You know, guys, we were talking about our favorite wrestlers of all time, and uh, and and Warrior certainly an iconic figure. And uh, when I think of Warrior, I often think of Macho Man Randy Savage because they were linked oh, so yeah, much that, in the WWE that epic match. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and the uh, well, we've been wanting to get Macho Man on the show for a while. Mm-hmm. It's a little complicated. Yeah, um, but we've we're good friends with Undertaker. Yeah, we're good friends with Undertaker. He's been on the show a lot, and he's, he's guys. So- can I can I plug in this black phone? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I just got it at a flea market yesterday. Now, Undertaker said if we Along with up, that monkey's paw, right? Yeah. If we hook up this uh, mysterious black phone that you found, we'll be able to Found? Call, purchased at the flea market. I'm sorry. That we'll be able to call the afterlife, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's what he said. So um, That's what that old Chinese man said. Oh, and how's your mogwai? Steve, <laughs> Steve will, you, uh, will you dial here for us? And see yeah, if it's we can, rotary. See if we can get a hold of Macho Man. Uh, apparently, if we, we call this number on this black phone... Yeah, we're gonna we get to, to talk to Macho Man. Then. Yeah, let's ring it. Now I'm gonna put it on the cradle so everybody can hear. Okay. Mm, yeah, hello, hello, hello. Picking up the phone that's ringing. Yeah, ring a ding ding. Picking up the phone. Who is there? Oh, it worked, at Macho Man. This is this is Scott and Steve and Mark. We host a, a podcast called uh, Curtain Jerks. Curtain Jerks. Yeah. Oh, you heard of us? Okay, I know everything. Yeah, yeah I see all things. I see all things. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you like us? Do I like you guys? Do you like the Macho Man Ready Savage? Hell yeah! Yeah, of course yeah. you did, and I like you guys. Yeah. yeah, you guys are good guys. I got a book here. You guys are in my book. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, you're writing, writing your a new book? book? Well, no, no, no. Not like a book book. Like, I'm going to publish and sell out to everybody like a good book. Like, you guys are in my book, you know? Oh, I'm, we're in oh, his I book. Got you. I got my, you. Oh, you guys are favorable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Thanks. Ma- Listen, Macho, we just were kind of wondering what's yeah. your... Wondering, in- wondering, thinking in your heads. Yeah, thoughts processing, gerbils running on wheels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were just wondering what are your thoughts on the current state of wrestling. Anybody you especially like? state of wrestling, mm-hmm. California, New York, uh, Texas. Yeah, all kinds of states, all kinds of yeah. wrestling, all fun stuff. Yeah. Ha- have you seen, for example, CM Punk? He's doing uh, Big Elbow off the top now and sometimes wears tights that are similar to yours. C- and to honor you, to honor oh, you. Yeah, honoring me, CM Punk. What are those letters standing for? Who knows? Charlie, Michael, who's to say? That guy's a mystery. Yeah, Cookie I Monster, Chick Magnet. Cookie Monster, Chick Magnet. Look at that over there. Could be that. Writing that down. Yeah. He does an elbow. Yeah, not as good as the Macho Man Race. Yeah, but you know, no, 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 no. It's a good elbow. No, yeah, what yes. about like guys like Hogan and Warrior? Hogan, Have you... oh, Hogan, let it go. Let it go, Hogan. Your hair's falling out, right? I went gray. Go gray. Let it happen. <laughs> Just let it happen. You think Hogan should let that little bit of hair he has left let go gray? Let the tough fly. Let yeah. it go. Uh, and what about Warrior? I mean, I don't know if you've kept up with him. He from... needs to calm down. Uh-huh. Take it from a guy that was riled up throughout most of his life. Just take a chill pill, yeah. right? Just calm down. No more yelling. No more obscenities. Just get in the Barca lounger, right? Just get in the Barca lounger. Pull the liver on the side. Put those feet up. Feet... Uh, yeah, kick the feet up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Crack open a cold one. Let it be cold. Let it run down your gullet. Yeah. When you were working at WWF and you were in the locker room, did you have to do what the Undertaker told you? Yeah, did they were there enforcers? <laughs> oh, like did he rule all? 
what had to be done, and then I did it. Yeah, yeah, did that happen? Well, he wasn't always around, as you guys know. You guys, long-time wrestling fans of the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Was that a question, or were you telling us? I am telling you things. <laughs> if I got a question for you, I'll question you. But I know all, and I see all, so I don't need to question anything. Did, uh, did Pat Patterson ever give you a finish? Oh, he's a sparkly fella, that guy. <laughs> okay, look, Macho, we are almost out of time on this podcast. I have all the time in the world. We are yeah. honored that you joined us. Can we give you a call again sometime? You can call me anytime. Thank you, Macho Man. Thank you, Thank Macho. You. Well, Thank you. Uh, wow, guys, that was incredible. Oh my God, where did the black phone go? Guys, here are your cookies. Oh, hey, you went oh, and got those. Yeah, I got the cookies. Oh, for the receipt from Subway. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. No welcome. When should we eat these? Now. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, we're just about out of time for this episode of Big Jerks. But uh want to thank, as always, the Pro Wrestling Torch and the Wrestling Observer, figure4online.com. That's where we get a lot of the stories that we talk and about. TMZ. And, well, we didn't have any TMZ this week, Steve. Well, we certainly had to stop by the New York Post, huh? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, um, check out our Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks, our yeah, Twitter.com. We have a lot of videos there for you guys to watch. Our Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. Write us questions, write us comments that you want read on the air. We read your stuff on the air today. Please uh, go to iTunes. This is true. Yeah, we did it. iTunes, subscribe to the show, rate and review the show. That really helps us out a lot. And you can check out all the podcasts on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, Curtain Jerks and others. Thanks to Meredith Spivey, our producer and sound engineer. <laughs> and uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We'll, uh, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Mark Warzeka. I'm Zach Shoemaker. I'm Scott Narver. Join us next time. Bye-bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.